Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your fearless host, Angie Scott. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Scott. So I literally just got back to Nashville for my first ever LBAA Women's Pro Bass Tour Tournament in Dallas, Texas on Lake Ray Hubbard. I was there in the brand new Key West 230 Bay Reef. And let me tell you, although I had a lot of anxiety going into all this, only having a couple days with the boat prior to hauling it down there for the tournament, basically just enough time to make sure that all the systems function properly. Uh, this was probably the best case scenario boat to have for the conditions on that lake. It's a big open lake, very shallow, so any kind of wind produces quite a bit of waves, and we definitely had some wind throughout the week that we were down there. Uh, we did have an issue with the Garmin Live Scope and the trolling motor pairing that we kind of knew might be an issue going into it. Uh, worked well back home when I tried it out, but once we got down there, uh, learned pretty quickly that that wasn't going to work. Um, tried a couple different things, made some adjustments, and still just uh, basically had to scrap the Live Scope for the tournament. So didn't have a front graph which was a little bit of an extra challenge um, and it also cut into my practice time trying to get that sorted out but uh, all that being said I have no regrets it was a tough tournament but now that the first tournament jitters are gone I am more than fired up for the next one which is Lake Hickory in North Carolina in just a few weeks so really excited getting ready for that now and um if you missed it, we have started a Women's World of Fishing Monday Night Takeover with my fellow LBA tournament angler, Barbara Harris. And so we go live every Monday evening at 7 Central, 8 Eastern. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, um, all sorts of different platforms. We're using the StreamYard platform that we can stream out to several different places at the same time so we had our first one right before the ray hubbard tournament and then last night if you're listening to this as this episode comes out we did a ray hubbard recap featuring our special guest the co-angler champion from the tournament sherry jacks so i'm going to share that conversation with you guys on this week's episode and i hope you enjoy everybody and welcome again to Monday's World Women's World of Fishing Monday Night Takeover. And again, I apologize for us being late. Um, this is only our second show and it seems like each night we just have something come up with the software, but we're going to get this figured out. Um, so again, it is totally my fault and I apologize. Um, but Tonight, we do have something special that we're going to do. Uh, we have a guest that's going to be coming on here probably in about 10 minutes. Um, but last Monday, we had a preparation show for the kickoff tournament at Ray Hubbard with the Lady Bass Anglers Association. And this show is the 
after effects of <laughs> the tournament at Lake Ray Hubbard. Um, and let's just say that from my perspective, I'll let Angie speak about hers. Um, it was nothing like what I expected when I took off for the 1000 miles one way tournament. <laughs> um, but I'll, we'll get into that a little bit more, but Angie, was it anything like what you expected when you took off? <laughs> um, a little bit. So I, you know, I had a lot going on leading into this tournament as far as just getting the boat on the Tuesday before we left on Saturday, we were actually going to leave Friday and delayed it a day because we just weren't ready. We had too much going on. And so we were going to make it a two day trek down there and ended up doing it in one day on Saturday and literally had, I think I mentioned this last week, like 10 minutes with the boat before we left just to make sure that everything worked um, before we actually got down there. And so I was kind of more focused on that than so much as the fishing, but I, I had heard that Ray Hubbard is, uh, in general, a tough lake to fish, um, tough conditions typically because it is such a big open space and it's a shallow lake. So any kind of wind, uh, really makes for tough conditions out there. And we did have a lot of wind in the forecast. So I was concerned about that. Um, you know, new boat to me as far as style of boat, because I mostly run pontoons or tritoons, quest, right. quest, uh, pontoons is what I've been running for the last like five years. And so going to a center console, Key West was something totally different. Um, also just kind of outside the box for bass fishing in general. You know, most people run your, your standard bass boat. I think in this case on this lake, it might have done me good <laughs> to be in that center console bay boat. Um, could handle right. the, the waves pretty good and we didn't get wet at all. Um, which was awesome except for a little bit of rain, but I also had that nice tea top cover. So yeah, no, a little, a little different than what I expected going into it, but um, I wasn't totally shocked. Um, I, I did hope that the fishing would have been a little better and, and some people did figure out that pattern and, and bring in some decent bags, but, uh, I was not one of those. Um, I was just happy not to get completely shut out. <laughs> yeah. So who got completely shut out? Oh yeah, that's right. I did. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'm wondering but you were not alone though. I mean, no, I was not alone, but really but good anglers, you know, but, um, but my thing was, and, and I told my dad this leaving for Texas, um, because, you know, I, a lot of preparation goes into fishing when, you know, you're fishing a big tournament, especially as a co-angler, when you have to take, you know, anything and everything with you. And I was, you know, putting my poles in, in the car and everything. And my dad's like, well, you know, you should probably take a spinning reel, like a, you know, spinning rod and reel. And I'm like, what? I'm, I'm going to be in Texas at the end of March. Who's going to be using a spinning rod and reel? Like, really? And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll put it in there you know, just in case, you know, whatever, we don't know what's going to happen. And I couldn't believe that at how much small baits I tried, 
um, because the fishing was so like so tough and I couldn't figure out, okay, am I supposed to throw something huge, something small? I just, I couldn't, I literally could not figure it out. Um, but like you said, I, I definitely wasn't alone. Um, the, the fishing was, was that tough and I did not expect it to be that that bad going, you know, there at the end of March, you know, I, I just, I would have never believed it. Um, yeah, so the weather, was, you know, Texas got hit with that big cold snap and it just kind of threw the timing off. I think right. normally this time of year, we would have been like spot on there as far as, um, at least pre-spawn, um, if not, you know, the spawn and, and it just, that just wasn't the case. So like my game plan going in was targeting all those pre-spawn areas and mm -hmm. they were just very few and far between. Um, and so the ones that figured out where right. they actually were in transition in transition <laughs> had, right. had some luck. So, well, and, and the guests that we are going to have, um, you know, here in just a few minutes, like I, I can't wait to hear her spill the beans, whatever she's willing to share, because, you know, we, we all went out, you know, for the co-anglers, you know, you didn't get as much exposure because you were the one making the decision. Well, her and I both went out with two different people. So that's four different pros that between her and I, that we went out with, she clearly just, she, she blew it away. Um, yeah. I actually, when well, she five actually, because you pre-fished with me as well. Oh my goodness. That's right. So yeah. that's five. Wow. I yeah. pretty much fished with everybody, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm going to, when I bring her on, I'm, I'll put up what she caught um, if, for the duration of the tournament and, you know, I'm not going to make her share anything she doesn't want. Right. But I hope she tells us what, when, how, <laughs> where, um, you know, I'm like, okay, was she, I, I mean, this is really my thought process because when, and I know you saw it too in your boat, like we all saw each other throughout the day. And so when I noticed that, I'm like, okay, are we all in these marinas because of the wind or history of the lake or, you know, like, it, or is this the place to be it, or, or am I just in the right or the wrong rotation, <laughs> you know, of marinas? Um, is she like casting, you know, really far? Does she have a secret bait? Um, because this co-angler killed it. And when I say she killed it, I mean, she killed it. Um, there were a lot of factors too that went into, to the thing. So, you know, I mentioned the wind being a huge factor. And so mm -hmm. we were all trying to get out of the wind because it was right. rough. Uh, if you were trying to fish in the wind, um, some places were doable, but it, it was, it was tough. And then there was a lot of rain. And so there were a lot of areas like great looking areas that would have been, you know, you would think they would hold fish 
all the time, really. I mean, they're just that good looking and it was like chocolate milk. And so it's like, I did notice that, you know, and so it really narrowed down the lake to where it fished really small. Like people said that going in, like, yeah, this lake fish is really small. And you're like, how this is a huge wide open lake, you know, but it really narrows down areas that you can actually fish. And then for me being in the, the Key West Center Console uh, 230 Bay Reef with the T-top, um, there's also a lot of really low bridges on that lake. And so initially I was like concerned that I wasn't going to be able to fit under the main bridge that we had to go under to get from the boat ramp to the Bass Pro where we were taken off. And thankfully there was plenty of clearance there. Um, So that worked out fine, but there was another bridge that kind of, if I wanted to go North, it was a, it was a little sketchy. I wasn't a hundred percent sure that the boat would fit under there, especially with the big waves. You, you were with me in practice and kind of felt like it would have been fine. Um, but with a new boat and everything, I just didn't want to take that risk. So. Yeah, blame it off. Let's go. <laughs> so I was kind of stuck, <laughs> fine. stuck to kind of one section, well, a couple different sections of the lake, really. But, um, you know, there were fish there, and I think some anglers had success in those areas. I caught one, you know, on some on a laydown that I knew there had to be fish there, but then I fished it the next day quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I pulled off a, a I pulled off a little dink from that that wasn't a keeper, but, um, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I would have, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I caught a lot of dinks and stuff. And I, and I'm like, okay, well, what's a lot of dinks? Because I didn't catch a lot of dinks. I caught the one, the one non-keeper with you, the big old drum, <laughs> you know, which broke my heart. And because I, I thought it was a really, really nice one. And the picture that your GoPro took, I don't know if it was the angle or how I, I don't know what it was, but my dad convinced. Well, he didn't mean to. It's not like he lied, but he the way that it looked, he he thought that it was a big, large mouth. <laughs> I corrected him, but yeah, it wasn't a large mouth. And then I caught one other dink that didn't measure. So I didn't get up on stage or, you know, anything like that. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm excited to introduce our guest for tonight. Yeah. I hope she's ready. <laughs> Hope she's willing to tell all. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, where's my notepad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, is she, is she on? She is. She's oh, okay. she's been backstage the whole time. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, um, so for everybody who's here and who's listening, um, Derek, I can see you in the comments. Um, so thank you so much for coming to the YouTube page because that's the only way for those of you that are listening, um, like I've been typing up, if you're looking, um, the, the most watches before came on Twitter and we were not getting those comments. So in order for us to see what everybody is commenting and the questions, you have to switch over to the Women's World of Fishing YouTube page. 
um, and then we'll be able to see your comments, including Sherry. So, oh, I guess I just kind of introduced her, um, but she'll be able to see those as well if you have anything that, that you want to ask her. Um, so we have the kickoff opening tournament of 2021 Lady Bass Anglers Association Co-Angler Champion with us tonight, Sherry Jacks. So I'm going to bring her on um, and we're going to get started with the questions with her. So let me just bring her on. And real quick, too, while we're bringing Sherry on, just a, a heads up for everyone. This is actually going to uh, be released as the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast episode tomorrow as well. So, um, good so they can busy, catch it. busy week that way. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, busy week with everything going on. So, uh, just a heads up on that. But, Sherry, welcome to the, uh, Thank the you, takeover Heidi, tonight. Good deal. So can you hear us okay and everything? I can hear you. My camera's a little crazy, but I can hear you guys. Thank you for having me on tonight. This is really interesting, my first podcast, so I'm excited. Well, good deal. So I wrote down your statistic on there. So over mm-hmm. a two-day total weight, you had 18.30 pounds. And for for those of you that don't know, for the women's, um, the Lady Bass Anglers Association, the co-anglers can only bring in a limit of three. And so yes. this is for six fish for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a three pound average. I had 12.44 the first day and a little under six second day. The first day was amazing, ladies. If I could have brought in five fish, I would have had over 18 pounds. It was magical. Yeah. It was my, it was just my day on the water. Seriously. I had well, no tell, tell us about day. that because I, I've never had a day like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us. I, I made some, some decisions. I practiced with actually four different people. You ladies were talking about how many people you practice with. I was scheduled to practice with Noella McLaurin for two days, but she had some boater issues. So she had me practice with the new girl, Stephanie Hintful Perlin. I went out with her one day, caught a few fish. Uh, she did. I didn't have such a good day that day. I was throwing my crusher spinnerbait and I could not get them on a spinnerbait. I'm thinking, why are they not hitting the spinnerbait? That You know, it's, it's pre-spawn, pre-spawn. <laughs> I threw the blade off my spinnerbait. I just could not get them to hit it. So I thought, okay, all right, something different. So day two, I went out and I caught some on lizard, Texas rig lizard. It was, they were hitting the lizard. So I go out tournament day before the tournament. I, I met up with my boater, Deanna Lover. And Deanna was the best person ever to be in the back of the boat with during this time. Cause it really could have been hard if she hadn't have been such a good pro. We fished seawalls in the marinas, ladies. We stayed in the marinas. I'm sure we saw you at some point. You can fish one side. I can fish the other side, and we'll spin the boat. We'll flip-flop. And that's what we did all day long. So I I was culling three-pounders, literally. I would have to lay them on the deck of the boat to see which one had the fatter belly. That's the kind of day we had in those marinas that y'all fished, just like we did, we just kind of hid from everybody. And I'm not going to say the name of the marina because that's Deanna's place to fish. But when I tell you she put us on a honey hole, we we sat down on a honey hole. It was nice. She that's was awesome. she was slow dragging some plants. 
we had met the night before and she was slow dragging some plastics and I thought, what can I throw at these fish that they've not saw all week? And, you know, I can't throw a plastic behind her throwing a plastic. So I went with a small white chatterbait, being honest, a small white chatterbait with a split tail trailer and they were engulfing this bait. It was all the way in the back of their throat and I was catching massive fish. So she told me at one time, she said, you have spanked my tail in the back of this boat today. So she threw a chatterbait the next day, and she got some of her fish also. But it was just magical. It was the best day ever. Wow. So we, we had a really good day. The Marines were the ticket. So that's why I caught that big one. I had told Barbara previously, I got in a bunch of gunk. The wind was blowing in this horrible foam. So I said, I, my my reel was just gunking up. So I took a towel and put it and was reeling in my line to clean it. I flipped something on the, on the bell of my reel. And somehow when I hooked that five pounder, y'all, my reel stopped working. Everything quit working. I'm screaming. Deanna's trying to de-up. I wish we'd have had the, 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 the GoPro on because it would have been something for a bloopers video, <laughs> literally. So threw my rod down and I'm pulling this line by hand and it was, somehow we got her in. I don't know. It happened. We got her in, but it was the best thing ever. It was just one of those magical days. So when I come in and all the ladies are going, I don't have anything or I have one or I have two. I'm thinking, how in the world did that just happen to me? Because I'm thinking out there that everybody's catching these massive fish. Right. <laughs> it's just the way it went. I mean, it was a really good day. So we well, had a good time. I love it. And I think that when you, when you catch them like that, it's, I know I would have felt like that. I would have thought, well, gosh, if I've got this kind of weight and I'm calling three pounders, you know, everybody must be doing this, you know, but clearly you guys found something really special. Well, you know, found them at practice and she told me, she said, I found them Monday and I haven't been back all week. She said, I didn't go touch them. She said, so either they're going to be there or they're not going to be there. It's not going to be because she beat them all week, you know. So we went back and second cast, we doubled up. We were like, oh, nice. yeah. So it was it was just a, it was a good day. And Deanna really is watching right now, I saw by the like, way. And uh, she says hi. So. Okay. Oh, Deanna. She's, she is watching right now. Uh-huh. We're going to have you on the show because it. Mm-hmm. from what Sherry's telling me. I've got to hear your side of the story from a pro's perspective because you did some things that day that I think is probably not what a lot of pros would do. And I, I want to know why, because I think, I think it's awesome, but I think that there's a reason that you do it, you know, like I was a co-angler before, you know, and so I, you know, I really want to give her the best shot. You know, I want people to, you know, want to draw me, you know, there could be a million different reasons, but that's a pretty amazing approach from what I hear. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm up for adoption in North Carolina to draw <laughs> Um, like but if we can set that up. Fishing a spot that was very tight. I'm not going to say where it was, but it was very tight. So what she told me before we got out there, she said, what I will do is I will parallel the boat 
and I will throw in one direction for a little while, and you throw in the opposite direction, which gave me first choice at that side. She said, then what we will do is I will say swap, and we flip the boat to where she threw in the direction I was throwing, and I threw in the direction she was throwing. So she gave me 100%, 50% of the fish. She did that for me to where she could have sat out to where I had no no chance in any of that area. Right. So my plan is, is, you know, it's it's a lot of skill, but it was also Deanna that helped me do that. I've got to give right. her props for that. So she told me she had never got her limit in the boat with a co-angler. So at the end of the day, it was like 1230, 1240. I had caught that big fish. So about 1.30, I told her, I said, look, I'm done. I just, I put my rods away. I said, I'm not going to block you or stop you from getting your fifth fish. She had four oh, fish, so she... I just stopped. And she was that good to me, so I was trying to return the, the respect because she earned <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I have, and this is the honest truth, in over a decade, I have never well i've had one kind of negative experience with a boater you know as a co but i've never had a horrible experience with a pro like they're always fair to us you know yeah. like you hear horror stories in some other tours and i've never had an experience like that like they're always pretty good at giving us fair shot, you know, but the way that Deanna, you know, like, Oh, we'll switch every 10, 15 minutes. And, you know, if you happen to get some of these fish before me, like that's a completely different, you know, take, which I, I think is amazing. You know, um, I, forward <laughs> drawn. <laughs> Wow. She is completely, she's so nice and so humble. And it's the first time I had been paired with her too. I mean, I knew who she was. We're Facebook friends and we've talked at the launch and stuff like that. But she really, really, really genuinely set me up. She did. Yeah. She she gave me first shot of fish. And then what which we were throwing, I was throwing the chatterbait, the moving bait. And she was throwing some plastics. So it was a little bit slower. And then we just flipped. Flop. That way the fish wasn't seeing the same thing presented to them all day long. They wouldn't right. be bombarded, you know, plastics or moving baits or whatever. But, yeah, she was super nice. And then I had a great pro day, too, which was Cannon Wells. She stepped up and became a boater last minute. And she, you know, she was really new and she was scared to death. She was terrified wow. of those winds and those waves. You ladies know it was bad. So, but we had a good yeah. day, too. I mean, it's just. I saw you ladies out there. We were all fishing in circles, just around and around behind <laughs> each other. But I loved it. I had a great time. Yeah, because, I mean, I didn't want to say it, like anything during the tournament, but I'm I'm sitting there like, oh, I saw this place in practice. I saw it on day one. Here we are on day two. I've seen this marina, like, several times. I've casted at mm -hmm. that same twig. <laughs> You know, but it, it was like it it was a, a different kind of lake, you know, because it was I, I swear I read somewhere on the Internet where somebody referred to it as a um, as a small lake. And I'm thinking, 
I don't know anything about that lake that is small. I mean, it's not real deep or anything, but it can get downright dangerous, you know, out there. It was um, very, very rough coming across. And then you had to be prepared for, for those mud lines. You could be, and you didn't know where you fish at on tournament days. You had to be prepared for those coves who were like chocolate milk muddy. And then you had the mud lines and then you may be fishing a bank that's clear. So you had to be prepared at all times to swap colors. Cause you know, the dark baits aren't good in the, the dark colors aren't good in the clear water. So I just kept in the side of my bag. There was like a whole bunch of loose Senkos, whether it be, June bug or, or pumpkin pepper or something that everything I had it for clear and I had it for dark and I had it ready to grab. I mean, that's the way it had to be. You didn't have time. So, right. It was really, I can't wait to go to North Carolina. North Carolina <laughs> paralyzed me. Like it was so clear y'all I'm from the South and everything is current oriented and we're, we're 13 miles from dam to dam. So we fish a lot of dark stained water that clear water paralyzes me. So You'll see me sitting in the back at North Carolina. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it's I, I'm shocked at how how fast that tournament's going to come up on us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's coming. You know, like in a in a like a really a month. You know, we're going to turn around, and that's going to be you know right here to us, and we'll be preparing for that tournament. And, and I, you- I actually called today to make my reservation for the, you know, I've got the mobile podcast studio that I want to bring on the road with us. And we got one little issue to work out with the water heater. So I've been kind of like hesitating getting my reservations made. Well, I called the, the place just about an hour or two ago. They're all booked up. So oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Um, yeah, already. So I've got another place I'm going to try tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we can get in there. But if not, I guess we'll be doing the hotel thing again, which I don't want to do. But uh, we'll right. see. So, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like a few weeks away at this point. So yeah, I just on the list. So we're held, we're held up until we get to finalize as to whether or not we can go. I got the email just a few minutes ago. So there's already 22 on the list. So. We'll see if we get to go. Well, 23, I haven't done mine yet, and I'll get that done (laughs) tonight or tomorrow. (laughs) Well, maybe I'll have to take my boat and go as a boater. You should. You know, that honestly, that was my plan for this entire year was to go as a co-angler for the Texas tournament because that's just a really, like, it's just way too far for me to be dragging the boat and everything. And then I was going to go as a boater for the rest of the year. Um, But I just, you know, I kind of was, I guess, humbled again when I was at this tournament because the reason that I had kind of gone back on that was like, you know what, I'm just going to do the co-angler thing again was because of the whole medical thing that happened in January. And, you know, like we all know how sick that secret got and she was my draw for day one. And so when I got that call that she was sick and at first we didn't think I was going to be able to go out on day one. And if you're a co-angler and you've never been told that before, you know, like it just, it hits you like a ton of bricks. 
it's like I drove almost 14 hours straight to show up in Garland, Texas. (laughs) And I'm not going to be able to fish like, you know, but if there's also one thing that I understand, it's being sick and not feeling good and obviously not being on the water when that's happening. Um, But I, I was stressed, you know, I was like, I'll, I know a lot of guys in Texas, you know, through my sponsors, I'm like, I'll find me a boat. I'll, you know, do anything. But, you know, we know that Penny, you know, bless her heart. She, she was like, I really don't want to take out this, you know, hundred thousand dollar boat. That's brand new. Uh, But she did. And I got to fish. Um, But I don't want to ruin somebody's fishing trip, you know, somebody's fishing tournament because, I'm a boater and I'm not feeling well enough to fish and I'm scared to death that that's something possibly that could happen. And so I'm really, I don't know what to do. You know, if there was a backup plan, um, you know, I, somebody else that could go in my spot. Like if, I don't know if we had a co-angler backup that could always you know, we'll take my boat then, you know, I, I might be more apt to do it, you know, but we can't count on Penny. She's going to have her boat back. <laughs> <laughs> that was super brave of hers. A quick shout out to her for doing that. I don't know that I would have had the guts on that lake of all things to step up and take a boat that I'm not familiar with and it's somebody else's and yeah. it's a really, really nice boat. Um, yeah, so hats off Especially to her for doing that. Floating logs. Me and Stephanie, Stephanie and I, we jumped a whole tree. We didn't see it. It was not there. And when the motor hit it, I guess it kicked it up out from under the water, and it was a full tree. We were like, oh, my gosh. She just come out of the water and sat back down. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a well, pretty dangerous place. I, w- I, would have, I would have been okay with doing it. But not with that boat. <laughs> not with Secret's boat. I mean. Beautiful. Right. Absolutely beautiful. You know, just broken in. Um, I, yeah, that that was just a gorgeous boat. And I would not have been, I would not have wanted to be the one. And you could tell that Penny, you know, she's like, Okay, so like we're gonna go in here, and you know she's like looking around, looking down, looking at the electronics. You know, I mean, it, you could tell that she she wanted to be really careful. That is not how she would have fished with her new boat. You know, even though her boat's gonna be brand new because they're building it, she wouldn't have been fishing her boat like that. But you know, it was somebody else's, and uh, but I'm. I'm afraid, you know, to have that responsibility over somebody else. And um, as far as taking their trip away from them, and I just, some days I'm like, I'm going to do it. I don't care. And then other days I'm like, oh my God, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Well, <laughs> are you yeah. hoping to go as a Do what? Are you hoping to go as a boater next year? 
Barbara? I mean, you know, I really probably shouldn't even say because I was going to in 2019 and I ended up at the Mayo Clinic and then I was going to this year and I ended up like having a new lesion on my spine. <laughs> so I probably should say I am never going as a boater <laughs> ever and I'm going to throw all of my fishing stuff and give up on this dream and then maybe you know, maybe things will just fall in my lap and every I'll be healed or something. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of sabotaging myself by hoping for things to happen, you know, and just go with it. But I would well, love to. Hoping, but a lot of the tournaments are too far away for me to have to drag the boat. So hopefully next year we'll see. We have a boat, but we, we, we swapped and got a new one, and it's a little different from the one that I'm accustomed to. So I guess once I get a little more experience on it and can handle it, because it's so much heavier in the tail end as far as handling in the wind and stuff with the trolling motor. So I'm working on that every single week. So hopefully by next year I'll be ready. I'm just waiting a little well, longer. I am not sponsored by this company at all. I have no affiliation with them, but I will tell you this. When I bought my boat, because the plan was for me to, when I got this boat, to go as a boater and my balance is horrible, my fatigue and like leg muscles, all of that is horrible. I have to say one of the best decisions that I made was getting the Minkota Altrex because of the yeah. spot lock and, you know, getting it to... Spot lock in the wind, um, go on continual and stuff like that because I <laughs> I can hi Sophie. Sophie you wanted to say hi. <laughs> because I can get to hold me in the wind and I don't constantly have to have my foot, you know, on the pedal and taking away some of my strength and stuff like that. And so it's been a lifesaver for me, you know, to to use that as a trolling motor against the wind and, you know, stuff like that. So. Yeah, we have the oil tricks. It's just taking some getting used to. We haven't had it very long. So once I practice a little longer on that, I'll be ready to go. I'm ready yeah. to step over to the other side. But I had a really good yeah. experience this time. So Deanna set the bar pretty high as to what I need to do on the boater side. <laughs> oh yeah Deanna and and so everybody knows Deanna she last year was her first year as a boater and um and she's from Tennessee and so I'm, I'm always rooting for she won the, rookie of the year yeah she won rookie of the year and then this year I mean this first tournament was her first time pulling in a a, a full bag as a boater so that that's awesome that's so exciting something to aspire and she finished to third in the tournament yeah, she did so good. Um, and she said, she made a comment here. She said, uh, to you, Sherry, she said, I was so happy that she caught all the fish, had the best time. Thank you, Sherry. So. Thank you, Deanna. Can't wait to fish again. Deanna, are you okay, sweetheart? Because you're about the only woman that I know on tour that would be like, I'm so glad you caught all the fish. <laughs> 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 I'd be careful. No. She, she's probably really thinking like, <laughs> you know, like I'm about to hurt that girl whenever I see her again. I'm so glad you caught the boat. I fished with Leslie Anderson one time and she told me, 
I'm not going to say in her her verbiage what she said because we've all talked to Leslie. I can she imagine if I catch one. She's kicking me in the water and you know what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I can only imagine what, what Leslie said. You know what? I have never drawn her and I oh, want my. to draw her so bad. I do. I want to draw her so bad. And I'll probably give her about 25 hugs throughout the day. <laughs> Literally, I probably will. I, I don't just think she needs it. You cannot go in. You have to be open-minded when you talk to Leslie because she'll know your whole life history in 20 minutes. And she will judge you. She'll tell you at the beginning of the day, at the end of this trip, I'm going to judge you on if you're a good angler, if you should go boater, if you're not worth the crap. <laughs> she said so. They look like crap. They look like crap. <laughs> she's just, you oh. just, you got to fish with her. You got to know. You love her. Yeah. Love Lacey. She's yeah. She, I mean, she already knows a lot about me. I've, I've hung out with her quite a few times and I, I'm always kind of brutally honest with her, but she knows that I love her. So I'm allowed to be, and she's not going to punch me in the face. <laughs> That's kind of our agreement. <laughs> I'm kind of sad sometimes that I went boater so fast because I won't have the chance to fish with Leslie or, you know, Linda or some of these other ladies on the tour. But, um, well, maybe, maybe not in a tournament setting, but maybe casually that would be fun. But, well, and that is one thing though is like, you know, even if you're not, you don't get to fish with them because you're competing against them and stuff like that. We have got invitations to fish you know, with so many people, like with the LBAA, like, I mean, I tell people, but sure, you can come up to my house and fish, but you ain't going to catch anything over two pounds, you know, like up in my area, it's like the Ohio River, that's our home waters, you know, I'm sure they're just waiting to come fish with us, you know, but um, Robbie and Linda and all them guys, I mean, they're always like, come on to hot springs, you know, um, Cheryl's, you know, always come to Texas. Well, <laughs> wait until April, <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's a great family and organization, like on and off the water. I always use that term because, you know, I, and I wanted to actually say this in the beginning and I forgot cause we were running late, but, um, Terry Sendrick, if you happen to be listening to this, um, we all got the information about your dad when we came off the water. I know that was a really bad transition, but it just popped into my head. Um, so we were really sorry to hear about that. We hope you're doing okay. We're all here for you. Um, but that's one of the things like when I think on and off the water, it's like Secret said when she was on stage, when she found out about Terry's dad. You know, she was like, you know, we're just all so close with each other and each other's family. Like we know each other's family and stuff like that. And I think it's just amazing that we have this big group. Like, yeah, it's fishing, but it's also like we're family. We're each other's family, too, you know. And so I just I really enjoy that we have those two aspects, you know, as part of the organization, I guess, you know, so Angie, you can go fish with Robbie and Linda. They'll let you. (laughs) 
Yeah, and they spent some time down in Florida too. So we were talking about that. That's pretty awesome. So yeah, uh, maybe when I get back down to Florida, we can connect and do some. I'll tell you, I'm spending all of January in Florida. I don't care if I have to be a homeless person. <laughs> I won't spend January in Kentucky. I'm I'm serious. My last two Januaries have been my medical downfalls. So January, I'll be in warm weather. There you go. That might do so, it for you. Angie, I can't wait on that boat. I heard there was a bathroom on your boat. So I'm all excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of the <laughs> few, well, probably the only boat on the tour that has a bathroom, like, or as they call it in boating terms, a head. Um, you go into the center console, it drops down into the, the hall. It is pretty roomy, actually. But it's a <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> Let's clarify. It's a bathroom. <laughs> it's got a shower in there. No, <laughs> We're going to use that loosely because it's not like, you know, that I went over the side of the bathroom But it does give you privacy and that is that is a huge plus when you're fishing in marinas <laughs> yeah multi-million dollar homes you're fishing in front of <laughs> you know like yeah Down tonight i enjoyed this yeah thanks for coming on we really appreciate it it's fun to have bring uh special guests on and we hope to do this more and Congratulations, you know, in this tournament that is super awesome. I'm I'm so glad somebody found some fish. <laughs> well, Can- I didn't I didn't find them. I was put on them. So it was a little bit different. I just had to figure out how to get them to bite. There you so. go, and you did that. So that's awesome. Can you tell me what kind like what depth they were in? Probably eight foot. We were we were fishing a seawall. I mean, we were fishing a seawall, and it was six to eight foot back there. And some were against the seawall. Some was out in front of the seawall. Some was in the stalls. We would just kind of, you know, pitch to the stalls as we were going out and stuff. That's where I got the big one. I got a short out there, and Deanna got some out there. I mean, they were pretty much, when we entered the place, it was like, 10, 11, 12 foot, and, you know, it was up and down all through there. And I don't even know the name of the place because it was raining so hard when we left. I turtled in, and I looked up when she stopped. So that's pretty much the way it went. I had no idea where we were. I just I trusted her, and she, she did right. I mean, she did what every person with a little bit of integrity would have did. She She was good to me, so... I have to give her props for that. That's amazing. I figured out we what, where we needed to be. So we have some amazing ladies on this tour, you know, and they're, I mean, and they're helping to raise us into boaters. So we're going to be the same way with the ladies that end up in our boats. You know, most of us will, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of, you know, how we learn the, the do's and the don'ts, you know, I, I figure that's probably what it was with Deanna. And that's, that's awesome that she takes that feeling of, I was a co-angler and, you know, I'm, I'm really, really happy for you. You were so excited, you know, 
I was. My husband was probably more excited than I was. We've been <laughs> together for 10 years and he started me bass fishing. I've always catfished, you know, and he said, do you want to do the couples trail? So we started doing the couples trail and then after a year or two, I started beating him a little bit. He was like, oh, maybe you need to try the ladies. And I didn't have the courage to do that. I didn't want to step out on my own, but he gave me the little nudge I needed. He said, I know you can do this and I want others to see that you can do this. So he's the reason why pretty much he's my rock. He caddies me to every one of these tournaments, drives me 10 hours there, drives me 10 hours home, keeps up with all my, I mean, I, I really do have a, I've got a support system and I've got to give him credit for that. So that's a huge bonus for that. You know, how, how would you say that your is now like compared to when you went to Texas? Your confidence, where would you say it is now compared to when you left to go to Texas? Well, I was really, really nervous about Texas because I don't do well on the open the open lake concept. I don't know if that was a lake or a river. Here <laughs> we have river systems. They're dam and cur- current oriented. So I really, I, I don't know how to fish that. I'm not a largemouth fisherman. I, I'm a spot fisherman. We have... Set, like I told Barbara, we have seven pound spotted bass here. Everything is current oriented. So when it comes to no current other than wind current and it comes to largemouth fishing, I'm crippled. I mean, I, that is my downfall. I'm paralyzed. So I just have to get it in my head. You've got to get out of that mentality that they're going to be sitting out there in that current. You've got to figure out what kind of structure they're behind. What are they hiding next to? Because they're not out there sunbathing. They're right. hiding close to some and at a certain depth at different times. So you just have to put all that together. And it's not easy. It's not mm-hmm. as simple as going out there throwing a minnow on a cork. It's just not that right. easy. It's not that easy at all. I know. No. <laughs> so, I've got to get to it. Anyway. Well, we'll look forward to, to seeing you at uh, Hickory and... Um, We'll, we'll see how all that goes. And I saw, I was kind of looking at a map. I've never been there. There's some bridges on that lake. You think I'm going to fit under those bridges? Yes, and it's very clear. It is very clear. Probably you can see where we went from last time I was there. You go to the end of the dock and you can see down like 10 or 12 feet. You can see the rocks. That's like Dale That's Hollow. How clear this lake. Oh, Dale yes. Hollow. Yes. It's nice. different when you can see the fish because they can see you too. True. Yeah. So, well, we, you know. Okay. Thank y'all for having me on. I'm losing my connection. All right. I'm going That's down. okay. I'm Thank you so much for your time, Sherry, and congratulations. Yes. Good job. We'll see you on Facebook. Good night. Thank you. I'd love to be back sometime. Good night, ladies. It'd be awesome. Good night. Good night. Man, she just killed it. Mm-hmm. 18.3 pounds in six fish. And I didn't put in a, I didn't land either. <laughs> hmm. you, uh, had, you had a nice one though. Yeah, I got a decent, it was a 2.81, I think, mm-hmm. um, early on day one. And so I had really high hopes after putting that one in the boat. And um, I just thought that we would do, and I was with um, Brooke Johnson and, I, I thought that she would get some and, you know, maybe a limit. I don't know. It, it was so early and it was so nice at that time. It was like 
the water was, it was odd. It was smooth as glass because it had been raining all morning. Yeah. We were getting ready for blast off and it was raining. And I was like, man, this is going to be, this is going to be rough. And then we took off and got there and it was just glass out there. And I'm like, okay, I can handle this. This is nice, you know, and Mm -hmm. got that fish. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good day. And then after that, it was just, we could not get a bite to save our lives. I mean, it, all the areas that we went to looked awesome. Um, you know, cause a lot of the areas we went to were the ones we went to in those, uh, the few hours of practice we had that day that I, looked I so saw, good. I saw everybody. <laughs> I, swear, uh-huh. I think I saw everybody at least once during competition days, because I, I think, I really think that it was like kind of like a milk run, like just on a rotation mm-hmm. between the bridges and the, um, the marinas. And I, like, I don't know why, I don't know if it was people really had that picked out or that, um, that it, if it was just the, the wind factor, because we, the one day we had like up to 30 mile an hour gusts. Mm-hmm. Um, but that lake, you know, 30 mile an hour gusts on that lake is different than most lakes. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind it at all. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought my lake was, was windy. And now when I go out there, I'm going to be like, ah, this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> after being on Ray Hubbard. So pretty much, uh, you know, I mean, I know how much we'd like to throw Cinco style baits, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and I really like to um, have them weightless, you know, mm-hmm. or rigged, you know, really finesse. And um, that was pretty much impossible for that, for mm-hmm. that. I did have a few moments and that, that made it tough too. So I had, you know, Texas rigged weighted Cinco's and, and other soft plastics tied on like that. And then we would find a, a pocket that was super calm and I'd be like, Oh dang, I wish I was fishing weightless right now, but I didn't have those rigged, rigged up, you know? So it was like, you know, time and you right. Know, so that it would be worth it to do that. And mm-hmm. You know, especially for a co-angler because <laughs> they have limited, you know, yeah, limited. They don't them. have everything with them and, you know, limited stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, at one point I had one, a weightless one tied on and I actually um, had the, the big one from Runkle um, and that one I could throw really, really far, you know, because I forget what inch it is, but I mean, it's like, it's big, big. Mm -hmm. um, Because it weighed so much, I was able to use it for a little bit, but then, you know, when the wind got up there, I, I couldn't even use it, but it was just, you know, after talking to her, I, I think a lot of times when I was throwing towards the bank, I probably should have been throwing parallel to the boat or out towards the middle. That would be my guess. That probably would have given me a better chance, but fish were supposed to, they were supposed to be shallow. They didn't get the memo. <laughs> they did not get the memo. No. Hmm. 
but we did our best. It was a good experience. I don't have any regrets. I mean, I yeah. got, uh, I was, re- I had a lot of anxiety. I'm not going to lie leading into it with this brand new boat, this big lake with the waves and right. all that stuff and the tree stumps and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm happy, like I said, to have caught at least one that I got to carry onto the stage, you know, and, um, next <laughs> <laughs> next one will hopefully be a lot better uh hickory i'm really fired up for that now i'm all that kind of the first first tournament jitters are out of the way and now it's just Great. like the the competitor in me is fired up i'm like ah <laughs> right. bring in some big bags hopefully and you i mean really you did for it being your first tournament as a boater like you did great. I don't even know if the very last day of the tournament, I don't know if you even realized what I was doing because you came right in behind me and Robbie for the number thing. Did you see oh, yeah. did you see me going like that? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. no, you didn't. Cause I thought because I was doing that and because you know, I have Cowboy Coffee Chew as one of my sponsors, and I was like, Man, I'm gonna because I had his hat in my bag, and I was like, I'm gonna put his hat on because it was so bumpy, and like, you know, do that. But instead, I just turned around and I did that to you because the waves were really bad, and you just came in, you know, because <laughs> getting so close, and all of a sudden, you were like, and you were looking for your number, and I was like, wasn't telling you to to get your number I was just joking about the water uh, yeah it was pretty bumpy and I didn't even know if uh, since we didn't have any fish I didn't know if we had to check in oh yeah Um, but but yeah I figured we we should do that anyway so at least they know we're alive and (laughs) well I was just going to tell you that it is important that you do that because they also do it for like a safety type check Mm -hmm. everybody checking in because if you don't check in you know within a reasonable time at at like they'll they will send people out to look for you yeah you know yeah I figured that that's why we went we went in and then Mm -hmm. I was like oh we're probably psyching all these people out thinking we've got all these fish you know (laughs) Yeah, but after a certain amount, you're just DQ'd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, no, but it it was a it was a cool experience. Um, and and like I said, I'm really looking forward to the next one. We do have a little issue that we got to get figured out how to mount our live scope on the front of of that boat. Um, right. Been researching some options today, so uh, called secret today, and. Um, and she gave me a, a reference to a company that makes them. So hopefully we'll get that worked out before Hickory. Either way, I don't, you know, it's not the end of the world not to have a transducer in the front of the boat, but it does definitely help. So you want that live scope though. Oh, the live scope. Yeah. The yes. little bit I did get to use it. Um, yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> it's going to be awesome to have. So. <laughs> If if anybody wants to donate live scope to me, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, the boat fished great. So super happy with uh, the Key West Bay Reef, a little left of center for bass tournaments. But mm-hmm. um, I loved it. I think my co anglers loved it, mm-hmm. and uh, looking forward to the rest of the tournaments this season. So, yep, we got Hickory next in North Carolina. Until then. 
I'm doing local tournaments and still getting out fishing as much as I can. I'm going to be trying some new stuff for my sponsors. Um, and you know, like we're both with Runkle. I heard that a new bait caster is coming out. I'm excited to try that. Um, the new one that I tried in, um, in Texas, I absolutely love it. Um, I threw it a lot. So I'm, I'm excited to see where the, the rest of the testing and modifications are made for that. Um, but I'm just going to be, you know, doing some local stuff until then, you know, I'll be getting the, the truck camper ready. Hopefully we can find a place to stay down there. And, um, and if not, well, maybe we'll boondock. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but, well. uh, <laughs> Well, if you guys end up, if you guys end up in a hotel this time, make sure it's the one, it's one that, that we're staying at too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. Each other this time. Right. And, uh, and then, yeah, I'll be taking the boat out more on our local lake and just getting more and more familiar with, with everything. And hopefully, like I say, get that live scope set up and kind of learn that more and, uh, we'll be ready to roll. Sounds good. And everybody for next week, um, we were going to have another, um, another guest tonight that fished to the pro side and she had one heck of a tournament as well. Um, not going to tell you who it is yet. You'll have to wait, (laughs) but I did receive a message from her during the broadcast. So I'm going to reach back out to her, see if we can get her on for next week. Um, you guys will love her. She is just amazing. And I've got some questions for her um, because she inspired me to actually practice something over the winter. And I mentioned her in one of my videos. So hopefully we'll have her on next week. And if you guys have any, you know, any questions, comments, definitely just send them our way. We'd be glad to answer them. And everybody just keep catching them. You know, hopefully you're catching them better than I am. <laughs> Do you have anything else, Angie? I think that's it. Um, I'll, I'll release the audio from this and the Woman Angler Adventure podcast tomorrow and kind of get some more exposure so some more people find out about it and can join us on these Monday night lives. Um, you know, I got back from Dallas and last night and could not get to the houseboat because the lake is flooded. So I'm kind of displaced right now, but I have some great friends that are letting us stay at their house. So, uh, I did check on the camp, the truck camper and drop the boat off and everything is good. So just, uh, looking forward to getting rolling with everything. Hopefully these waters recede and we can get back to the houseboat soon and hopefully everything gets back to normal for you soon that like homeostasis to (laughs) you can focus yeah exactly but uh, we'll keep you in our prayers hopefully everything goes back to normal for you so you can you know breathe yeah i'll look forward to having a little breather (laughs) yeah but all right good all fun All right. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Good night. Good night.